Welcome to Life in Balance. I'm Ken Miles, pastor of Kitchener-Waterloo Christian Fellowship. We all know that life can be hectic, and sometimes its demands can pull us off balance. The good news is that God has given practical insights in His Word for keeping life on an even keel, despite the pressures we may face. This program is designed to help us understand and apply God's wisdom in our everyday lives. Good day, everyone. Over the last number of days, we have been speaking about integrity. And this is one of the main attributes of God. And when we have his life within, this is one of the major aspects of God's life that will come forth through us. Integrity. We were made to live in integrity. And when we become a Christian, you become more and more real. You become more and more honest. You become more of what you are. And the process of being more and more holy, more and more like God, is that we'll be more and more honest, more and more sincere. We will live up to all that we know. And where we fall short, we will confess to God and others. This is our working definition of integrity. And that is living up to all we know or freely confessing to God and others where we fall short. Now, we have already seen that if we come to God, we must come honestly. We cannot come in any kind of duplicity. We have to just be honest and sincere and confess our sins before the Lord. And the scriptures are so clear in telling us, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Now, if we are going to walk in integrity, let me sort of close this aspect of the teaching on integrity by sharing what are the practical steps in establishing and maintaining integrity in our lives. Well, the number one thing is that you need to establish an integral core. Now, this is what happens when we accept Christ. When we confess our sins to God and invite him into our life, he puts his spirit within us and that spirit that is within us has integrity, is always right, is always honest, will always lead us right and guide us into all truth. The way it says in 1 John 3, 9 is, whoever has been born of God does not sin for his seed remains in him and he cannot sin because he has been born of God. Now, this verse is very tough on the surface because we might ask ourselves, what does this mean? If you become a Christian, you'll never sin. And some people that interpret it that way, the first time that they've ever sinned, they feel great condemnation. But obviously, this is not what it means because earlier in 1 John, he tells us that if we say we have no sin, that we lie and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us. So what is this meaning that whoever has been born of God does not sin? Well, the verse goes on, I think, to explain it. For his seed remains in him and he cannot sin. I believe that when we become a Christian, God puts his spirit in our spirit. And in that center core of our being, it is true and honest and sincere. God's spirit has awakened our spirit. And inside of us, we know what is right. 
And that leading of God's Spirit in our spirit will never lead us wrong. It will always lead us to righteousness, to holiness. There is nothing inside in that core that will lead you to evil. It cannot sin because the seed of God's Spirit is within us, in our spirit. So in the core of our being, we have integrity. If you have honestly given your heart and life to God, you have an integral core within you. And you need to get in contact with that core and you need to walk in the spirit. And as the scripture says, if we walk in the spirit, we will not sin, but we will fulfill what God wants in our life. So the very first thing, if you're listening here today and you understand that integrity is important, the very first thing you need to do is accept Christ as your savior. You are not meant to live outside of having integrity. You will break down in some way. If you live a dishonest life, if you are not living up to what you know you should, you will eventually have a breakdown somehow. First, there's the spiritual breakdown, and then there's psychological breakdowns. You may begin to have stress or depression or or all kinds of negative things that come into your life. And eventually you have physical breakdowns. Your physical body breaks down when you do not live the way that you should. The ungodly way that we cope with this is by justifying our actions. And we begin to convince ourselves that the evil that we're doing is really not evil. And of course the scripture warns us of this and says that this is a reprobate mind. This is one who where they no longer discern right and wrong because they have calloused themselves in their actions. But that's not what we want. We want to get back to integrity. We need to get back to honesty and not callous our heart or sear our conscience. We need to have our conscience clear and keen in the presence of God. So we have this integral core. So that's the first thing. Get back and just be honest and accept God and determine I am going to walk out what I feel in the innermost part of my being. Now, the second thing you need to do to establish this integrity is to make an airtight commitment to integrity. You need to determine, I will live up to all that I know. No exceptions, no thinking, well, just this one time I will. It has to be airtight. You know, when you talk about a ship and you say that the hull has integrity, it means that it's waterproof. There is no breach in any way. You know, a hull of a ship may be 99% intact, but if it's got 1% of break, that ship is not going to stay afloat. It's going to sink. And so it is in our spiritual life. And in previous days, we've shared where Paul says that many have become shipwrecked because they have left a good conscience behind. You have to have no leaks. It has to be 100%. Now, I came across a writing not too long ago that I thought was quite interesting, and it really fits at this point. And here's the title of it. If 99.9% were good enough. Now let me read this to you. If 99.9% were good enough, then 2 million documents will be lost by the IRS this year. 811,000 faulty rolls of 35mm film will be loaded this year. 22,000 checks will be deducted from the wrong bank account in the next 60 minutes. If 99.9% were good enough, 1,314 phone calls will be misplaced by the telecommunications services every minute. 
Twelve babies will be given to the wrong parents each day. 268,500 defective tires will be shipped this year. If 99.9% were good enough, then 103,260 income tax returns will be processed incorrectly this year. 2,488,200 books will be shipped in the next 12 months with the wrong cover. If 99.9% were good enough, two plane landings daily at O'Hare International Airport in Chicago will be unsafe. 291 pacemaker operations will be performed incorrectly this year. If 99.9% were good enough, 20,000 incorrect drug prescriptions will be written in the next 12 months. 18,322 pieces of mail will be mishandled in the next hour. And finally, if 99.9% were good enough, then 315 entries in Webster's Third New International Dictionary of the English Language will turn out to be misspelled. Now that's some interesting statistics showing us that 99.9% is not good enough. And certainly if you are going to have integrity, you cannot shoot for 99.9%. You must shoot for 100%. If a ship is going to have integrity in its hull, it's got to be perfect. No holes. If a balloon is going to hold air, it has to have 100% integrity or it will not hold air. And folks, if you're going to be a Christian, then you have to strive for 100% integrity or our witness as a Christian will not hold water and just be empty air. So what is that last point one percent? I believe it is our thought life. You must have integrity in your thought life, not just in your actions. It's interesting that Job speaks about this. And in Job chapter 31, it says this, I have made a covenant with my eyes. Why then should I look upon a young woman? And then it says in verse 6, Let me be weighed on honest scales, that God may know my integrity. You know, this really speaks to us, especially as men, because a lot of temptation comes to men through their eyes and what they look upon. And Job said, I have made a covenant with my eyes, just how I look on young women. It is necessary for all of us, just like Job, to have integrity of how we would look at a lady and not look lustfully upon her and how we control our thought life and our fantasies. You know, as someone said, you can't stop a bird from flying over your head, but you can certainly stop a bird from nesting in your hair. And so it is with thoughts of temptation. They're going to come to us and it's not sin to be tempted. But we must see that it's what you do with that temptation. We must not welcome it. We must not entertain it. We must not dwell upon it. If you're going to walk in integrity, it has to be 100%. And the third point that I would give you if you want to walk in integrity is to confess to God and others where we fall short. Now, as we have been saying, integrity is 100% living up to all that you know. But folks, we all know as humans, none of us can do that. That's what we must aim for. But we all will fall short. There are going to be times when we sin, where we are not living up to all that we know. 
when that happens, you can still maintain your integrity. But the only way you can do it is by immediately confessing to God and others where it is appropriate, where we fall short. Well, time has gone quickly by today, and we will need to continue this tomorrow. I'm Ken Miles. Bye for now. Before I go, the material I'm covering now on the program is from my book, Is There More to Life Than Living? It is available for purchase on Amazon or from the church office. Get it for yourself or to pass on to a friend. Life in Balance is a ministry of KW Christian Fellowship. We are located at 1000 Bleams Road in Kitchener. But as you know, we are not meeting there right now due to the coronavirus. Instead, we are streaming our Sunday service online starting at 10.30. Go to our website at kwcf.org to check out all the details. We are living through difficult times right now, but the Bible tells us to cast all of our care on Him, for He cares for us. So till next time, let God keep your life in balance.